You're listening to Around Comics, episode 189. Chicago, this is Around Comics, the comic culture podcast, where each week our revolving panel of guests talk about everything in and around the world of comics oh. and comics culture. Uh, Are you okay? No. You shouldn't eat, shouldn't eat in the double comics cheeseburgers, man. With the ghost <laughs> oh. 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 I don't know. I got a stomach problem right now. I'm hurting. You might hear the first live on-air vomiting. No, I don't think I'm going to vomit. You shoot your pants. I might no, shoot my pants. Yeah. Well, you might hear me run to the bathroom. Either way, you're sitting next to me, and this isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> Around Comics is recorded at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles, located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. <laughs> Drop on by, say howdy. Oh, yeah. And this episode is sponsored by InStockTrades.com. Oh. We're waiting for the trade has never been easier. Mm. InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. And right now, InStockTrades.com is offering our Book of the Month selection, the Starman Omnibus Volume 1, for an amazing 37% off the cover price. At last, the hit series created by James Robinson and Tony Harris is collected in a series of six spectacular hardcover editions. This inaugural volume features a new cover by Harris and collects Star Man issues 0 through 16. Will be collected in six. It will be, yes. yes they're they're looking ahead. Now. They're looking ahead. Um, they're really banking on the paper of the society not coming true. <laughs> six volumes. How six often are they coming there. out with those? What, about every six, eight weeks or something? No, the next one doesn't come out until next year. Son of a bitch. What? Seriously? Son yeah. <laughs> what? Is this going to be like a no, four year? No, then it picks up pay. Then it oh, picks okay. up pay. What? Calm down, Jesus. <laughs> I'm liking the so book. I, I, want, I want the next one. He has to read it now. Uh, listen in in a couple I weeks. I want it now. I want 80 issues now. <laughs> well, they already made them. Yeah. Listen in yeah, on, uh, them together. on July together. 7th will be our Book of the Month uh, episode. And uh, we're going to have uh, we're gonna have Matt Kramer, uh, who does the Shades Journal podcast, who's also been a uh poster on our forum for a long time. Yes. And uh, Sean Whelan from Raging Bullets is going to yes. sit in with Which us. Which one is he? Is the show going to be... be a Wait. No! No! <laughs> no! It will not! I was just about to say, this show will shan't be longer than it usually is. I will leave after an hour and 15 minutes. Well... What we're going to do is is I'm going to bring him in hungry, and we're going to go out for pizza and beer so afterwards. So he rushes through it? Okay. So, yep, yep. So Good idea. We're not going to let him eat until after Don't we're done. Don't talk about food. I'm Christopher Neisman, and let me get uh, you introduced to this Asian cast McDonald's. of characters. Uh, Mr. Brian Salazar, how you uh, doing? Uh, I'm uh, Sally McShitpants over here. <laughs> this could be a short episode for you. Oh, I'll... I'll I'll get Tough it out. He's got a lot to <laughs> say. I got shit to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be angry, though, whether I like it or not. <laughs> Mr. Tom Caters, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. Mm, I am also almost about ready to shit my pants. It's going to be run to the <laughs> bathroom. totally different <laughs> reason, though. Oh. That I won't go into. And uh, Mr. Mike Norton, how are you, sir? <laughs> Trapped between a pit bull and a... Oh, shit. And a sick Brian Salazar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Neither one is good. I had your, like I had your mic turned thing. off. Why? Oh, well, that's just... I was, giving, well. you, I was giving you the centrist treatment. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. I, 
the world's better off. <laughs> Side. Maybe I'm passing a kidney stone. No, that's, uh, that's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> on air. <laughs> Record it. I think I'm, I'm going to donate it to, uh, on eBay. Uh, I'm going to sell it on eBay and Get donate the to proceeds the to Gene Colon. Get it out to the fans. Can you do that with, like, was that technically a body part? Because you can't do body parts on... It's, it's from your body. I've been selling jars of piss for years. <laughs> <laughs> Yours or other people's? Oh my! There's a big collector um, community out the there. The one I sold the most for was a mix of mine and Michael Jordan's. Eighty <laughs> percent Michael Jordan, twenty percent. I hear you. That gives you special powers. Yeah. <laughs> if you drink it, it you. That's are like a fantastic basketball player, but you lack any <coughs> ambition to do anything about it. <laughs> and you're snarky. At all. You make a lot of sarcastic remarks to your fellow teammates. But, you're, but you're good at math. Oh, yeah. Well, if you have a calculator. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, this Enough is... about the urine mixes. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get on uh, with something... This is uh, this is just kind of our, our free our free I got a Roman jar of Jack episode. Kirby Stanley oh, fifty fifty at home. <laughs> <laughs> you should do it in those like those split yeah. cups from like. Uh, I hear it's really actually. I hear it's actually nine. Sta- I hear it's actually really ninety percent Jack Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is laughing like he doesn't, isn't uh, hoping to angle his way into uh, some uh, Greg Rucka urine. <laughs> That's the next collectible. The next big collectible. Oh my god. All right. Oh, Thanks, everybody. That was fun. All right. Genius is thrown around. We'll be back uh, next week with a full length episode. <laughs> that That's was one brilliant. of the nights we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, wow. oh. that, was, that was worth coming up here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I'm with the show. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm sp- sans urine. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, Sal, I know that. Uh, <laughs> I know that you had something that you wanted to talk about a little bit tonight. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna I'm Jack Kirby <laughs> urine. No. no. Uh, <laughs> What did I want to talk about <coughs> prior to We're going to talk a little uh, Invincible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. 50th issue came out. and uh, Oh, wait a minute. Are you going to spoil it at all? No, no, not at all. No, because I'm, I'm like 13 I'm issues gonna, back. Yeah, I'm not going to. He's way behind. Really yeah, I only do the hardcovers just like Walking Dead. He only does the <laughs> absolute version, so he's yeah. only up to like 24. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, no, I, it was just, um, I read the 50th issue, and, and I had caught up on it uh, of late, and... Um, and it was just one of the. It's one of those series that we really haven't talked about much um, in the show. I mean, in the couple of years that we've. Yeah, I think I picked a, issue thirty-four as a top of the yeah. stack. Yeah. Um, but I, I've really enjoyed that book a lot, and it's just um, you know, it is what it is. It isn't. It doesn't try and be anything that other than just a good superhero comic book. Yeah. Um, Except for that fisting issue. Well, you know, <laughs> oh, there is that. Spoiler, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Asshole. Yeah, sorry. Um, doesn't it? But I just, I, you know, I just kind of wanted to mention it and and and, and say that uh, I've I really enjoyed the universe that he's sort of built him and Kirkman and and now Jay Faber, you know, yeah. that image universe that they're kind of building and um, it, it, between the two of them, they've done just re- a really good job of of you know uh, building those characters up and continuing those those stories and and now sort of intertwining them here and there. Well, I think it's cool that. It got to 50 issues. Yeah, absolutely. And that The Walking Dead's going to get to 50. 
and I'm, those books are going to go... Well, that's the thing, you know, reading it, I mean, those things are like the only, I mean, really, other than a few things here and there, maybe like a Hellboy and stuff like that, mm. I mean, really long-lasting, and and yeah, there's no foreseeable end to them. It's weird to me, is it me, but it almost feels like, when you guys said 50 issues, I felt like, it feels like they've been around longer than that, even, you know, and that's pretty amazing. Yeah. No, I I There's not a lot of independent books they get to... (laughs) 50 issues. Uh, there aren't any, yeah. really. Yeah. <laughs> Not in the past 20-something years, no. Yeah. I mean, I don't think since, like, first comics did they have something go up to 50. 50. I mean, even look no, at, so like, you're talking like you know, Love and Rockets Nexus has been and American and, Flag yeah. days when that could happen. Savage Dragon. Yeah. What's Savage Dragon at now? Well, Seven Dragon's are like 128 or something yeah. like that. Well, that's, yeah. you know, speaking of Savage Dragon, that's one of the, the kind of interesting things about Invincible is that a lot of people refer to that as the Invincible universe now. It, it's certainly the, the centerpiece and the flagship of that whole world that, that Kirkman is, is very much the central you know, person that's writing that, but that's all kind of built on Savage Dragon. I mean, that's that's yeah. that's the world that well, Larson Dragon, set yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, Larson kept the image well, he, alive. He, and, and he kind of established this sort of mentality of, you know, it's okay to act like you're 12 years old again and make all the, these heroes that you came up with and just do the the dumbest thing you can think of, you know? Sure, why not? It's a comic book. Mm-hmm. Who's it hurting? Throw, throw, <laughs> what's that? Who's it hurting? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Throw, throw, throw a bag of trash, yeah. you know, and then four issues later have that bag of trash land in Paris. Yeah, it's you know, like Sa- Savage Dragon is totally everything that he had. I mean, it, literally stuff that he had from when he was a kid. A kid yeah. And just like, oh, I'm going to just make a comic book out of this. Yippee. And uh, there's something really refreshing about that. And Invincible's the exact same thing. Dynamo 5, Noble Cause, they all sort of have that sense of... uh, Noble Cause is almost, it has a, 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 like, I don't want to call it sophistication, like there's a level level, to it that he's, like, putting a twist on. I still Mm. think, what I enjoy about those books, though, that's really cool is it reminds me of older comic books where you could tell a story about a big universe and you didn't need 25 books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Invincible has a ton of characters that comes... But you don't need... It's, it's, it's early Marvel. You don't need yeah. seven Invincible books to tell the story of what goes on. It, it's, it's, it's mid-60s Marvel. Yeah. If you think... I mean, it's it's really similar to well, that. Well, and that's sort of what was my point of bringing it up. <coughs> so is that think, it's nice uh, to see... Do you think Kirkman piss is going to be worth something? <laughs> Probably already. <laughs> Probably, yeah. It's got to be the Ryan Otley mix. <laughs> it just... Uh, it's sort of like you're seeing the development, or, or you know, the 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 birth of not only just you know these books, but Image is becoming or has become a like real publisher, as opposed to not that they weren't a real, but you know, what I mean, it's like all the all the stuff that they had done, it was always sort of like miniseries and uh, creator owned stuff, and it was more along more almost like an imprint thing where it was like, yeah, well, that's what it I was. I mean, that's all it is. But now that they have books that are their own established. They've developed. They've, they've developed, developed the continuity. These, yeah, they've developed continuity. They've developed uh, these characters and this universe that stands on its own. That mm-hmm. isn't, uh, you know. I mean, like I said, if, you know, uh, Walking Dead and 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 uh, Invincible and Dynamo Five. I mean, those books can go on for an extremely long time as long as people are still interested in them. There's no reason they can't. But it's just sort of nice to see that development 
in the last few years of, of these new characters. And I think that's why I enjoy him so much is reading like Noble Causes and Dynamo 5 and Invincible and Astounding Wolfman. You have no idea. Anything can happen. You know what I mean? It's like anything can happen to these characters. You don't, you're not, uh, you know, you're not seeing the same old thing because they haven't been around for 50 years. Um, so it's like you can really actually be surprised by the books. Um, which is, is just enjoyable to read. And, and they're very well done. And, and speaking of Ryan Otley, I did want to say, <clears throat> seeing his art mature throughout that book, Invincible, has just been amazing. And the last probably, I don't know, 15, 20 issues of that thing has just been awesome. I mean, he's really just uh, become a fantastic artist. Not that he wasn't good before, but he I was mean, one his, in his Seattle, stuff right in now Seattle, in that book is... He was one uh, of the biggest draws. Yeah, he, oh, yeah he's yeah, a huge yeah. draw. Yeah. And he's it's well-deserved. Uh I, I mean, he was good. F- he's one of those guys, when you saw the early stuff, you you knew, yeah, this guy obviously isn't small press. He should be doing something. Yeah. And, well, yeah. And that's... so he turns out to, like, where he's making his living off this great book. I mean, people are going to recognize him mm-hmm. as the invincible guy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which is pretty awesome, you know, because I mean, be, I mean... uh, other than making your living drawing comics, having your name, like, synonymous with like an icon right that's probably the next thing you want when yeah, you're 20 like years from now yeah you know. yeah and so that's that's really cool and he is just amazing i mean i've looked at his pencils and just like how about, how about just America's pretty amazing just yeah. the the stuff that's in there oh, that's right I, I, like i said i've been absolutely blown away by i i just recently caught up on on invincible and um did you, just did, did you see the Captain America commission that uh, mm-hmm. that Mark got? What was that last year at yeah. Wizard World? Yep. He got a full full color Captain America well, commission. Yeah, it was one of the things I, I really enjoy about the whole Invincible universe and what they've established is that they have a flagship title for for uh, basically a, a continuity of books, and so you get something like Firebirds or Dynamo 5, and now a book that would normally be just kind of like floating out on an island, you can now tie it into something else. You can put Invincible on the cover, and Invincible fans are going to buy that book well, or I think check it's also, it out. I think it's also important to note the fact that um, they share, they kind of share a universe, yet they could be separated and it wouldn't take away yeah. from yeah. The, from either one of the books. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's very, it's loose. It's Well, yeah, but loose. that's one of the nice things <laughs> yeah. about it, too, is that once going back to, like, anything can happen. I mean, you read Noble Causes, and it's like, there's no there's no rules there necessarily. Yeah. I mean, anything can happen in that book because that's just what they've established. Like, anything is possible. You know, there's, there's <laughs> you know, the, uh, Doc Noble is, you know, able to do just about anything yeah. he wants if he puts his mind to it. And so, while there is that shared universe, it's so wide open mm-hmm. and so fresh that you can, There's you, you a can multiverse. go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. You can go anywhere, you, can go anywhere you, want. you want. But, uh, you know, I'm sure 50 years from now, there'll be comic book fans bitching because the continuity's all screwed of up. Invincible. In the image. Invincible. Yeah. Invincible. Invincible. Invincible's <laughs> continuity is, uh... But for now, it's, it's enjoyable. And like I said, I mean, you know, I don't want to sit here and, and, like, say, you know, it's the greatest book in the world or anything like that. I mean, it's really enjoyable and very It fun. is. No, it's possibly know. the greatest superhero comic book its slow, in the universe. It has according its slow covers, moments. <laughs> it has its slow moments. It yeah, has its highlights, but I mean, it's solid. It's a it, solid. It's a, it's a very solid. The art's fantastic, and and uh, it's it's just damn fun, it's, really. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm thoroughly entertained every time I read. And I like I was saying, I only read 
the hardcovers of that from Walking mm-hmm. Dead. But they're the only books that if people talk about, I'll say, don't say anything. Cause <laughs> I, I want to be surprised, Mom. Because chances are you will be surprised. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I won't and that you can't say of the that Walking about. Dead for you. What? I won't ruin anything of the Walking You know what? People already have. I mean, I'll watch G4 and they ruin it. You know? They talk, <laughs> That's they, frustrating. They talk about Robert Kirkman all the time on that channel. Do they? Really? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Oh, good for him. Yeah. He writes good comics. I like him. He's kind of short, but... And he's he, got a beard. And he's a biter. He's actually taller than you'd think. I always think of him as shorter than he actually is. He's almost... Yeah, I guess he's not He's that. like six feet. No. Yeah. I was standing next to him in Seattle. He wasn't that tall. He's... Is he not taller than you? I don't think so. I'd like to see that. I think Maybe he's he pretty. He's pretty tall. I, I Kirkman height challenge. I know, what, Kirkman, really? I challenge you. Oh to man, a that would be awesome for charity. <laughs> I will height wrestle match. you. Is he going to be in Chicago? Is he coming to Wizard World? I don't know. I'll wrestle him. Right All the image because I always have. think he's like average height, but then I see him again, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, you're always taller. Maybe than he is. Maybe he is. Did you guys see you that? Conf- the, uh, you confuse it because he's almost as wide. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is square. Did you guys shape. see that if the uh, image founders are going to be in Chicago? Yeah, six of the original seven. Are they? Six of, yeah. Who's the seventh? I couldn't think of the seventh. Pete Best. Pete the seventh. Jesus, oh, poor guy. Jesus is short-lived. Book. Uh, um, it, it's going to be. It's going to be Lee. Cross squ- Lee. Cross wait, is, Lee, is Jim Lee going to be here? Will Sportasio. Will Sportasio. He'll be here. He's going to be at Chicago. Yeah. Maybe, it, maybe it's Jim Lee because he's taking over Spawn. That's the big announcement. So Jim Lee is Jim Lee going to be there? I don't think that, Lee's going to be. That, there. That's that's it. It's Jim Lee. Jim Lee. Lee. Jim Lee's not going to be at Chicago. Yeah, I don't know. Who cares? Those guys are has-beens. I don't know. Oh, Va- Valentino's going to oh, be here. Oh, Valentino. Yeah. He's the seventh. Well, that was the... I've, I've heard stories of that whenever the, the first, like, image, the first summer of image, that they they kind of had their big debut at the Chicago show. And that was the one where they actually set up a tent outside of the convention center for wow. signings that went until, like, 3 in the morning. Wow. It's like thousands of people wow. waiting and they the image people they had them outside of the convention center in like this big tent i've heard like it's in war now so much money you know i oh, yeah. i remember i i kind of stopped collecting around that time and i you, was me and several million other people well uh, yeah a lot of people and i think a lot of people our age did mm-hmm. uh but i was going back and i recently just organized all my comics I have I have number ones of all of those image books. You, me, and millions. Yeah. Of but I was just like, I, but it's like I don't remember buying Buy these. Them. I know I didn't read them. You did it how out of val- habit. How much valiant stuff you got locked away in there? I have no valiant. No valiant. Yeah. Really? You know, yeah. wow. I'm so excited. That the valiant stuff is coming out in hardcovers now. I'm looking forward to the Archer and Armstrong. That's that a yeah. Barry Windsor Smith. Yeah, Barry Windsor. That was why it was my favorite because he's. Friggin' awesome! Yeah, whatever happened to him? So are they setting up a tent at the Wizard uh, <laughs> of Chicago this year for the Image guys? Yeah, but it's a pup tent. But for McFarland, it's all gonna be like hockey statues. <laughs> can you get? Can I get my uh, my Mark McGuire that, statue? If I was Wizard, I have that statue. I know. Mark <laughs> He's ripped. He's ripped. Oh, he was false. Steroids <laughs> and McFarland. Juiced. No. Uh, yeah, the big announcement of McFarland and, and Portacio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taking over Spawn, I don't. Uh, was, I do. Was McFarlane ever really no, uh, noted as a good writer? Really? Well, I mean, I mean he was creative. The, uh, the, the early Spawn stuff no was question. pretty cool. Actually. Was it? Yeah, I like because it. this is the other thing. I mean, that Spawn that issue one, I do remember it being the one that I did read, mm-hmm. and then I think I picked it up. I want to say like 
80 issues later and it hadn't progressed that much. It's like, is he still in an they, alley? They were they were still counting down on the clock. Yeah, and I'm just like, wow. So, um, did you ever watch the uh, the HBO? I did watch animated. It. No, I it was good. Was it? Uh, yeah, I liked it. a I lot. I wasn't too into it. Is it? Uh, is it? I always forget the. It's the guy with the two first names, David Keith or Keith David. David Keith. David Keith was yep. the voice of. Spawn. He's the one that. Um, Accelerate your life in the Navy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does everything. But no, the uh, the HBO series was was really good. I, I enjoyed it. It was very true to the comics. And, and yeah, the first, uh, probably the first well, I 10, liked 12, it. I mean, I liked this issues when it was coming out and everything. I mean, I, I don't know how many issues I have, but probably 50. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just, looking back at it now, it's like, okay, McFarlane hasn't really been writing comics since then no. and he's going to come back and write it so is it yeah. is it just going to be what it was back then I don't know that that really flies yeah. uh, you kind of progress past a certain I mean you have to be in a certain state of mind to enjoy certain obviously forms of entertainment that's why certain things are popular right, right. I mean um, I think I got my angsty yayas out with like Wolverine you know, yeah. I think I this is way back. Well, what about so when when Spawn comes around, I'm just like, you know what? I kind of I'm kind of over the well. Will the, younger readers though? The, I mean, the, I'm sure today? totally. That's why I mean, most of your Spawn readers are younger. Guys. Are they? Yeah, I, I mean, they're certainly younger than me. Yeah. Mark, um, Mark, I'm just wondering. Um, I just don't know. I mean, I, I don't. How, how many issues yeah. of Spawn do you sell a month? You really, you really want to know? Yeah, seriously. About five, five and yeah. what's the the demographic of the Spawn customer at Dark Tower Comics? Forty years old and still collecting Fathom. That's really? interesting. <laughs> wow. Okay, there you go. Forty. Yeah, years I don't old know. I mean, I don't even know how that book sells. Is Spawn a, a good seller still? I Spawn have no was idea. the top selling uh, image title until recently when uh, Walking Dead. Dead passed it. Was it? It was still selling like nineteen thousand hmm. issues. Interesting. Bottom, it'd be a canceled book, yeah. Well, yeah. What at nineteen thousand? Vertigo would be excited to have yeah, someone at nineteen thousand. Yeah. DC yeah. would cancel a book at yeah. nineteen thousand. Vertigo would be very happy. Selling nineteen thousand. But you know, out of, out, of, out of Spawn, we got you know Sam and Twitch, which was really kind of Bendis's first mainstream yeah. success. Was was out of Spawn mm-hmm. and and, right. and those characters. Have you guys have you guys read the uh, the Sam and Twitch? I haven't story? read, I haven't read it. Like I said, I've only read that one issue of Spawn, and I think. Uh, uh, maybe the Dave Sim one. Yeah, I, like those are the only two issues of Spawn I own. I don't know. I mean, I I guess it doesn't really matter for me. I mean, I'm not going to read it. I haven't read Spawn in years, so it doesn't. You know, I don't care that McFarland. If he maybe he was coming back to draw it, I might check. Yeah, it out. Yeah, I'd be more excited. I would be interested in that too. I'd be interested. I don't know if I'd be excited. Because I, I like yeah. McFarland's art. I'm no, no, no. I, I I loved it. Then. I loved it back in the day. Yeah. I don't know if I But I would be excited to see... See what he would do. Yeah, like... Because yeah. he's... I mean, he's been out of... Well, but that's uh, what would worry me is, you know, yeah. it's like he's busy, you know, making millions of dollars selling But statues. I kind of feel like some sometimes I kind of feel like the reason, like, maybe why he doesn't is kind of like a like a Billy Mitchell kind of thing. From like, <laughs> right. It's right. like, I don't, I I don't want, want people to know that I can't make that high score anymore, yeah, you know, that kind right. of stuff, mm. so... No, and that's certainly... A reasonable thing yeah. I mean why not it would be such 
such a hugely hyped thing if he was to come back. Right, and the right. Expectations on it would be exactly. so big that yeah. it probably is why he hasn't. I mean, yeah. but I, don't, I would. I mean, he'd, he'd, it doesn't matter if it was crap. He'd sell a lot of comics. Oh yeah. So, I mean, and he's got to know that. Well, so I mean, like he needs more money. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> I obviously. mean, the, the, he'd what, sell what a crap it, load of comics, but quite honestly, the money he'd make from it would be minuscule compared to what he makes. Uh, yeah, yeah. well, exactly. and what's scary about it is obviously. that a lot of comics now compared to a lot of comics then. So a lot of comics then was like Millions. four million copies. Yeah. A lot of comics now yeah. is a hundred thousand. And her voice is a backwards record It's like a whirlpool and it never ends Anna and her and I are getting old And we still haven't walked in the glow of each other's majestic Hey, we got, uh, we got a little, uh, little listener email here What? Yeah um, You guys have listeners? Yeah, a couple, few, yeah. couple, at least one. Um, Four. And actually, I, I had asked, uh, I think, a couple episodes ago to send in listener Why did emails. We do that? Send Why did we email? email? Because I'm tired of trying to find topic to starters. This is called easy content. Yes, this is <laughs> program our show. I have more to talk about. Is familiar right. with the secret of email. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, 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 I know. <laughs> hey, this is, it's from Cami. Cammy Knoxville. Yeah. It's from uh, from uh, Cameron here. Hey, AC crew. Uh, although we all love to read our comics, I personally love seeing them become animated sometimes. My question what? is, what cartoons, comic-related or otherwise, have really hooked you over the past few years? And do you think that these shows will be big enough... Uh, a big enough jumping on point for new readers. Thanks, Cammy. Mm. So, uh, if you have email, send them to infoatroundcomics.com or Chris Tom I would have to say, uh, of all the animated things I've seen in the last couple of years, uh, uh, the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Oh, that was the only answer I would have had. <laughs> yeah, were the things that w- I could legitimately see hooking people into fo- yeah. following more about the characters because I thought they were that the best written. Yes. Best written, best art, best did, animation. Did you like them better than the than the Batman anime? I mean, this is all yes, the I did. Tim Tim yes. universe. I did stuff. like them better than the. They almost were like a like an evolution. It's like the Batman started out as like clearly this is a children's show, but mm-hmm. it's got that edge to it. And yep. then you, it's like oh, we get we made inroads there. We can go a little further. We can go a little further. And then by by the time you're getting to that last season where it was was when they switched the networks, ba- the Batman Superman hour. Well, no, they switch when they switched networks and they changed the cost the Batman costume to all black and the Creeper was on that season. Oh, and, yeah, uh, I like that. And no, that's what I'm saying. Oh, it, yeah. it got even better. Yeah, and then you get Justice League and Justice League Unlimited and Justice League Unlimited is amazing. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I'm it's working my way. Yeah. I'm working my I think, way I, think I, I think I've got you up to what Batman animated uh, series uh, season two. I don't even think I'm that far. I'm when still you, well, on the one. Justice League on the, when you look at the people that wrote those. Yeah, yeah, though, you're getting Gail Simone and Warren Ellis. Jeff and Johns are yeah, like writing. Oh, Dwayne McDuffie did yeah. a bunch and of those. And adapting like uh, Alan, Alan Moore stories. <laughs> I mean, uh, how can it not right. be good? You know. Yeah, I, I love the first animated Batman <clears throat> animated season, but yeah. more so. I don't know that that's really something to hook, uh, hook younger readers or pe- I hook think people. Just, come. The Justice League. I think I th- it's accessible. It does. It is accessible because I mean it's sort of like the comics you read when you were a kid, where it's just like. 
because a lot of the episodes are told from the point of view, like there's that Green Arrow episode where he's the new guy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you're getting it from this point of view of like, mm-hmm. oh, look at all of this. this right, right. But you know that there's a history there, there, and then you, you're just like, hmm, if there's something, I want to know more focused, about that. Right. They did lots of stuff where they focused. There was the episode with about Booster Gold. Yeah. And you didn't, you, like, <laughs> exactly. you would just focus on, it's like, like, I've never heard of this guy before, but... Yeah, you know, but you like, could have like one, you know, one well, focusing sense, on yeah. this one character, and, and they did sense. an episode dedicated to Hawk and Dove. Sweet, yep, yeah, they sure uh, did. <laughs> and it, was, and it was and it was the two kids from the Wonder Years too. That's what was so awesome about it. Oh, was it really? It was the two brothers from the Wonder Years doing the voice. It was Fred yeah. Savage oh, and the no other kidding. guy. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Yep, that's cool. that show. I mean, uh, the weird mix they had. I mean the and if you are a comic book fan watching that show like every single thing on the screen is you know you'd see crazy obscure characters yeah. walking around like in the background of the Justice League satellite you know yeah. you would see there's there's lots of continuity there that yeah. isn't in a lot of you know TV for that matter mm-hmm. you know it just the voice talent was amazing oh you know, yeah because you got uh, Jeffrey Combs is the question. Well, I mean, that's inspired. The last season was the my favorite episode was the one where Luther switches brains with the Flash. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, switch right. my, yeah, and that was my favorite because you have like it's really cool to see voice actors, yeah. voice, Michael Rosenbaum doing, yeah, yeah, yeah and like uh, just having to play. It's like the same fun that you would see in actors switching characters, but even better because yeah. you could see them doing it with voices yeah. of yeah. like switching. Back and forth, so you mm-hmm. have the character of Wally West, but with Luther's voice leading yeah. the Legion of Doom, but he has no idea how to be a bad guy, and he has no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I uh, say we tie him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. You're not, not, not going to wash your hands? I'm a yeah. bad guy. I said the. I mean, I don't. I don't honestly uh, watch that much animation stuff. I've been slowly getting into more and more, other than like animated films I watched mm. more so but um, probably uh, The New Frontier was uh, I really something that I think that was good certainly that was good but I mean it was was so like the book that it was just like how could it not be good you right know what yeah. I mean but they, as far as something that maybe could yeah, get people interested because and it, that definitely yeah, be, be, care, be careful how young those people are because it is PG-13 yeah that's definitely well, not I wouldn't call that a uh, well was that the I I think it's I think it's well I think it's I think it's a gate a great gateway animated feature for an older you know an older person who's for Hank one, yeah for Hank yeah and you know, yeah sure sure I don't know if you're gonna show that to your eight year old well I've, no I would in a second because yeah. kids these days yeah they're Sec- desensitized kids these days second base is anal <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm just saying, man. Oh, <laughs> crazy these days. Uh, you know, I've seen a dude get shot in the head. <laughs> silhouetted. Yeah, silhouetted. Um, I just picked up the uh, Fantastic Four box set, the first season of the new Fantastic Four. I, I wow, watched. really? Yeah. I saw an episode of that. I did not like it. I liked it. I, really? I got the first. Uh, it took me a couple episodes, and you want to talk about something that's maybe geared towards a little bit younger. You know, Johnny yeah. Storm is definitely has an anime influence. Oh, to the yeah. Well, he's got this yeah. crazy yeah. speed racer sideburns and stuff like that. So I think that was, you know, obviously focused towards towards the, the manga, yeah. anime, maybe crossover into yeah. comics. But, you know, one, once you get a couple, the first couple were eh, a little, eh, but uh, once it picked up, 
they were good Fantastic Four stories. They were about fantastic things happening to four people. And yeah, <laughs> and ha ha ha. But you know, it's like Reed invents something crazy and it what? gets them in trouble, and they have to figure a way out of it. And you've got the classic. Who had the titular line when they say, "This is fantastic that this happened to the four of us." <laughs> Fantastic Four. <laughs> I'll tell you something. I did watch that uh, was not good and a uh, good animated Spider-Man. Spider-Man Unlimited. Oh, I yeah, I thought it was not. I never good. saw that. That's the one with the crazy costume, right? Yeah, the, the like, bad mix of, of CGI. Yeah, and I never saw the that. Written one. People talked about produced. it. Oh, are you talking about the uh, the one for MTV? Yeah. yeah, the one that came out right after the movie. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I didn't hate that though. It was I didn't really I, badly animated. Yeah, that was what I hated. That the stories really were okay. The stories were pretty good, but uh, but the the animation was just bizarre and yeah. and yeah, I didn't didn't care for that one. And I think it only did one season. And I like Neil Patrick Harris as the voice. I yeah, like that. yeah. That I like Neil Patrick Harris as the Flash. A new frontier. Yeah, that's true too. It was, yeah. Well, I think I think the Spider-Man thing. I like Neil Patrick Harris and uh, Harold Kumar. Kumar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it, it it illustrated that you should pick Answer one an, one animation style. It's traditional or CGI, and try not to mix the the two. Don't mix really well at all. Not I love really, CGI. Not yet. It's um, Star uh, Starship Troopers. The the CGI I never saw that, and it was really really yeah. good. And uh, Beast Wars was never saw Wars. that. You know, I uh, working at Devil's Do for as long as I did. I always heard about Beast Wars, and it's I just really good. Never saw it. You know? It was yeah, it was outstanding, I, but it was CGI, and they didn't mix well, traditional that's animation because they don't it. have the money to do truly good CGI animation in in TV. No, no, no. You know, TV yeah, budgets. timely fashion. Yeah, it's just I mean. Because you, you know, there's some films, some Japanese stuff out stuff. there that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, the Japanese Hell, they're stuff putting it really in their actual live action movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. Um, I mean, I think that's my biggest problem with a lot of animation stuff is just the art. You know, especially mm-hmm. today, a lot of animated they you know send it overseas and it's just so rushed and yeah. You know, that's why I love that Batman anime because yeah. just let Bruce Tim do it all. That. Yeah, you need well, to you know. watch Justice League on. I, well, I'm working my way there, but I you really do. Batman I've got them all. If you want, them. well, I've been getting them from him because oh, he's got them all. So <laughs> I've been slowly getting my way through them, but it's just you know. No, I, I've got I've got every season of Batman Superman. and Superman. Oh, really? Justice so I'm working my way up from Batman. I only got the unlimited because I didn't even I didn't even like just regular Justice League as much I like as I that. did Unlimited. Oh, no. Unlimited, Unlimited was a step Unlimited's up, where yeah. they just went balls out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was like we've got we've got yeah. a year and a half to basically have fun with every character in yeah. the DC universe. It's they didn't they didn't have a blue beetle, which I was very upset about. Aww. They never made an action figure. Just very bummed about it. They had it. a booster episode but no they had blue a booster beetle. episode and it's just like where's Beetle? Where's Blue Beetle? <laughs> hey, the, the, beetle. Que- the question Question's what, what, good enough. That's why I, I don't. I still don't know to this day why they didn't do put Beetle in there. Oh, he would have been perfect. Yeah, would have been perfect. I loved. I loved uh, Skeets and that booster though. The mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? The guy who does all the voices on. Uh, he does the voice of Fry on uh, Futurama. Did the voice of Skeets. <laughs> Billy West. <laughs> yeah. Great voice actor for Cartier. Billy West and from Ren and Stimpy. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did an awesome ski. Whenever I read Skeets in the Booster Gold series, now That's I, the think, voice. Uh, I think I think Billy West's voice doing Skeets from the cartoon because it just makes 
Yeah. So much sense. Well, DC certainly their their slate of animated has been been outstanding. Where Marvel's man eh, not not as good in recent mm-hmm. history, but you know I still remember the the Spider Man and X Men yeah. animated very fondly. Um, I'd like to see Marvel kind of step it up and and, think, and do uh, better anime because their their movies their obviously. movies are picking up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Where I think they probably have a better track record with the movies than DC does at yeah. this point. Oh yeah, yeah. Totally, definitely. You know, take away you know the Batman Begins and you know yeah. a couple other. Haven't got shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Stop making movies, DC. They Make got a flash. Uh, no, uh, someday I'll see a Flash movie. Maybe. You will. You will. It'll be God's little present to you. Yeah. <laughs> Before you die. Before I die. <laughs> you're on your deathbed. It was so and good. And that, that'll be the ironic part of it because you'll be there and you're just like, you won't know if it was a dream or if it was <laughs> a dream. Am I seeing a great gonna, Flash movie? But you're going to die right for the ending. It's like, yeah. it's like you won't get to see the movie. I always thought you could make a really good. I thought you, can, you could make a really interesting. Justice Society movie. If you really focused on World War Two, mm-hmm. like superheroes in World War Two, I think visually, story wise, I don't know how you how you would justify I it. Think, but visually, you know what? I think, I think uh, uh, when, when Watchmen comes movie? out, yeah. that will be a big test of whether or not you can uh, play with I'm scared. time periods. Yeah. Like, can you do something you, in the can past? We, can, we, can we do well, Captain the period America piece too. and the genre at the same can, time? Yeah. That, was, that was the most exciting news I heard was whenever they said that Captain America, the first one, is going to be set in World War II. Well, yeah, but, I mean, Watchmen will be out before that. So right, then so you'll we'll get see to know. if it works. I'm sure they're going to be looking at that saying, well, well see, this doesn't gonna work. Be, that's going to be a little different, though, because it's going to be all flashback. But still, no, still, no. I mean... There's no, a comic book movie hasn't done that yet. Regardless, I mean, you still got to be... I think the... I can't think of anything. That's I can't think of anything. I mean, Birds of Prey, the TV series, had flashbacks, but that was a whole weird, messed up thing that was how did, stupid uh, to begin with. Yeah. If you take that, and that's coming out on DVD, by the way. If you, the if you, if you the there are people that like that show. Oh. I. I watched a little bit of it. I, I don't could watch that chick that plays the Huntress. So <laughs> oh yeah, what's her face? <laughs> I, I I'm thinking about you know okay should I should I go out and buy this series or not because I I don't remember no. hating it I rent it rent it yeah <laughs> okay all right what about Hellboy the movie the yeah. animated no the movie the flashbacks either there was World War Two somewhere oh okay. yeah but and that was pretty awesome yeah but it's easier when you've I don't know when it's something I mean it's very small there's something very like Indiana Jones to it where it's just kind of right, very right, right. I mean it almost makes sense because it's just like we're not we don't have anybody in a like if well, who was the superhero that was in the uh, the, the Hellboy Hell yeah. Lobster Johnson Lobster Johnson no, no at no, the no, beginning no, no, no. the, the uh, Captain um, America type character oh with the gun Liberty uh, something Liberty yeah Captain if he was in the movie I, oh. well would that would have been the test to see yeah it. true enough because you didn't show yeah well, but you did have you did have uh, uh, um, you know the crazy looking Nazis, and you did have the uh, These guys were uh, everywhere. what's his name the the what's his name Rasputin. Thank you, Hank. Um, I still but think there's that's like a different But I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I see what you're saying. You got to be a dude though. in a costume. And not that Hellboy was incredibly successful. How is a guy anyway, in a costume? You know, like how is like. A dude in a costume, yeah, right. how is that gonna? Well, that was even the thing, like that that, that Watchmen movie. Seeing that still that they released, I of am, them, you know, I am. That was kind of weird looking. When you I know? first heard about it, I was just thinking, how is it possible? Mm-hmm. How is it possible? 
to make a movie about Seems this book. Seems like it would be impossible. Uh, the more I see about it, the more excited I get about it, especially since... Green Bay's second favorite son to me, I, Zack yes, Snyder. Exactly. <laughs> that was the number one thing. Uh, I just reread uh, Watchmen uh, three weeks ago. Uh-huh. Uh, f- the first time since I was 13. Did it hold up? It's amazing. It's the best comic book ever written. I'll say that right now. It's the best comic book that's ever yeah, written. pretty awesome. And... Uh, that's a lot to freaking live up to yeah. if you're making a movie. But I think they've done a cool thing. I, I think they're well, picking would, a certain thing to focus on because they're not going to have the pirate thing is going to be a separate, separate thing. DVD, but it, which is kind of cool. But it sound, it. But even mm-hmm. if he's splitting yeah. it up you into know, different things, that? he is doing everything. Yeah, it's going to be Black interesting. Go for it all. The you Black know, I mean, well, obviously, you'd have to be insane to take the project on in yeah. the first place. Go for it all. Yeah, the Black Freighter. Yeah, storyline in the in the book is mm-hmm. going to be. Re- it's not going to be in the film. It may be hinted to to some degree, but that whole storyline is going to be an animated. Is what they're saying, and it's going to be. But you could make the movie without that part. I was yeah. I mean, right. as I was reading it, it's just like, but this is just it's you know because it's just an analogy to Adrian Veidt anyway. Right, so I mean, it's, it's an analogy to all the characters yeah. in a weird way. Like yeah. there's little bits of all the characters in that. But they're gonna make that as an animated film and release it on DVD the same week oh, that cool. the film comes out in theaters. Oh, that's awesome! So you'll be if you want, you can. It's gonna be ambitious. Whole, we'll see how. Yeah, it is. yeah, very ambitious. I'm, I'm very, I'm. I'm nervous Before about where it I had I that kind of fanboy dread. Yes. Now I'm more excited about it, just because I've read the book, and just realized the potential of this. It's excited to think that maybe they can pull it, it off, yeah. and it'll be. I think if you I'm can get in the vicinity. Yeah. It's just like yeah. if you can get on the on the same board. If you're <laughs> yeah. throwing a dart, and you can get on the same it's board. Not necessarily a bullseye, but if it's yeah. good and it gets some of it, it'll be like, yeah, yeah. you can do I'm this type try, of story. I'm going to try and go into it and and like. Just enjoy it for what it is, yeah. and not because I'm the same way. It's just like, man, they can't do it. They, they, like, there's no, no way to do it. It really it's impossible is. to do. Well, I think but it's what can they do? Take, you know, that's the thing. What can he do with it's it? It's impossible to take any piece of written fiction and translate it 100. percent Right. Even Lord of the, something like Lord of the Rings, you take huge portions of that book because you have you have to. There's no, no way there's a, to take that's a that. Good, that's yeah. a very good point, and that's I mean that's why you have. 13 hours of Lord yeah. of the Rings. <laughs> you have to take something out. There's no sure. way poor to Poor Tom oh, Bombadil. Yeah, poor Tom, Tom Bombadil. I just never be in a movie. <laughs> Tom that's, Bombadil. That's the Black Freighter right yeah. there. Yeah. Your extra yeah. DVD. Uh, What's the next material? question? Uh, that's email? the one I brought. Oh, we have just one, one email. Jesus Christ. Well, when then I shouldn't have said that. One email. That's all you have for us. Oh, let me let me look through here. Someone sent us listener, email. multiple listener emails. Um, email. I was just bored about talking about. It. I got I got one from uh from Whoa, Trev. Liar. Well, I, I've, I've got I've kind of got to decipher this because he has he tells a little story oh, which I don't know if I'm going to. Nice um, basically, it says I was in my uh, LCS recently and picked up some early issues of Gotham Central. My shop owner and I got mm-hmm. talking uh, about liking Brubaker's work mm-hmm. when he. Uh, um, he laid uh, the prez on him, and uh, he had never read the prez before. The prez. It's um, Brubaker. I have not read this. Prez. Prez. The teenage president. The, the old teenager DC pres- comic. Yeah. Brubaker did. Um, what? He did a one shot of of prez. Oh, I thought he's talking about the original one. Here, you're gonna like this. What? Like prez. 
So and and Trev was freaked out that Brubaker did a one shot of of Prez, and so his question after that blew his that mind. Too, I, that uh, blew my mind just now. Uh, <laughs> so, so my question to the panel was, uh, what other uh, against type kinds of books can you remember? Uh, that, that creators that uh, that oh, might similarly similarly blow your mind. Thanks, uh, Trev I still, from Austin. Uh, Doctor Doctor Thirteen still blows my mind. That that's Doctor, the same writer. That Azarello, that Azarello Doc- the guy who writes a hundred bullets, wrote Doctor Thirteen. I can't. That it's blows like my mind. it's like somebody slipped him happy pills. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't. You know, because I I. I fucking I love a hundred bullets. Yeah, it's an amazing piece there, of work. There are like references to stuff that is just like Brian Azrell never Doesn't saw that, that movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he never no, read that he comic never, book. He doesn't yeah, like no stuff. Way. No way. <laughs> he <laughs> doesn't read comics. You know, is, like it's the, funny and uh, yeah, I, I that one just blows me away that that he. He doesn't know, know who Anthro is, yeah. but then you kind of think maybe he does know who Anthro that's, is. Maybe that's why he's so angry all the time because he does, he does know. know who Anthro is. Well, we're know. just we we're just talking about uh, Alan Moore with uh, uh, Watchmen, and uh, it was a listener, and I, I can't remember who it was, but sent uh, the complete Dr. and Finch to me, which is some of Moore's early 2000 AD stuff. Alan Moore is really funny whenever he. Whenever he wants to write a funny, con- yeah, he is. Alan Moore can do anything. He, he can do when anything. He puts his which mind is really to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should only really anything. be good at one thing. Because isn't that the rule? Like, that's should be the rule. Damn it! Well, you should be good at. You should be a, good thing. at at least one thing. Because I haven't found one thing. Yeah, I'm like good if at you're yet. good. Well, I'm. Sh- no, that's probably not true. But <laughs> like, I mean, that's how you get good at one thing. Is you only focus on the one thing. Like, if oh, you're so good at everything, then you're probably a witch and we should burn you. <laughs> what do you do with witches? Burn! 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 And what do you burn apart from witches? For witches! Good! So, why do witches burn? Because I made him wood. Good. Well, he is a wizard. <laughs> Alan Moore doesn't blow it. Oh, he is he a is wizard. Oh, my God. He's a fucking witch, dude. You Holy crap. That's why. I got to I gotta go talk to my people. <laughs> you have to burn Alan Moore. To your witch-burning Be people? My witch-burning coalition. <laughs> I am from the South. Oh, that's right. I forgot. got to get back to my Jesus camp. <laughs> We're going to pick Beatles records. All your Beatles We're records. We're all standing outside of Stonehenge. It's like, bring out Alan Moore. <laughs> Alan Moore ain't writing on books that Jesus reads. <laughs> um, what else? Um, Dan Slott surprised me on the other oh, side. Yeah. From, from going from very serious to very funny, Dan Slott surprised me by how really good and really dramatic uh, the initiative is. It, it it really showed him yeah. flexing oh, yeah. some yeah. some very different muscles. I mean, sure, there's a couple haha no, funny moments in it, but that, it's like yeah. wow, that's a dance slot book. That's pretty. It's certainly not pretty a freaking serious dance slot book. Yeah, no. or what we've known for him to do, of, you know, most of his career. Yeah, I mean, it's been the funny, funny stuff that he does really, really, you know, really. I well. don't know. You get shades of like. I mean, obviously he excels at the humor, but I mean, even when you're reading She-Hulk, you get the sense that he knows. How to write an action comic book? He's just focusing on the humor part mm-hmm. of it, right? Because that's the underpinning of that She-Hulk book. At the, I mean, when it started, I, I didn't read it after 
after I think Pelletier left. So, but he certainly has become known as being a, a funny, humorous yes, writer. Yes, that, that's his. Because yes. that's his the thing you remember. Story. He's so good at that right. part. Mm-hmm. Of it. Well, I think that's what I mean. That's the thing. You go yeah. from that to to something like uh, uh, Initiative, and it's it's just such a different tone. But I mean, you know, good writers should be able to write pretty much any tone of story. It's just yeah. sometimes it shocks yeah. you a little bit when you when you're used yeah, to somebody doing something over and over again, and then all of a sudden, bam! They, specializations. Yeah. yeah, I think. <laughs> This one's kind of a, a shot at somebody, but one, probably the, my earliest memory of being shocked by a writer was uh, going from reading Chris Claremont's X-Men, which I loved, obviously, as pretty much everybody else has, to reading his first novel. Which was, <laughs> was that the, the one about the airplane? Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. everybody says Ooh, that. that I never bad. read it. it yeah, was, everybody says it's not good. It was not good. It was a really awful novel. He's, he's uh, not a... Not a that was not, not a good, good novel. No. Very wordy. Was it a ten thousand? <laughs> no, page it wasn't. Book? It wasn't. Maybe it should have been. I don't know. But that was probably my first memory of, of shock from a writer. Because I mean, I you know. Have you read Crooked Little Vein yet? No, I have not. That's I have no interest. anybody. That's the. the uh, no, I was actually in a bar last week, and somebody was at the bar reading it, and I Allowed? thought that was really weird. It was no. Azarello. No, it wasn't right. No, yeah, and, and tucked away in his bag was like an anthro comic. Curious, <laughs> like, this is what I really like. I like reading about apes. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything. He's else. got the original prez in the his Azare- bag. <laughs> That's the thing about the Azarella thing. It's like, Azarella is not someone that you would think would have, like, uh, the, uh, the Nazi ape. You know, like, yeah. where did, does he know about that? Written like, phonetically. Yeah, like, does he, is this a something in his mind that yeah. he's been thinking about with, like, all the jokes about, you know, like, the architects? Yeah. He just doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would get enough exposure to the outside world to write about some of the stuff. He seems like the kind of just, like, hold up in a I see, I small think he room would with know, a typewriter. I wouldn't think he's a guy who would know about all these really obscure characters yeah. to, like, feel comfortable writing this really funny comic starring... Yeah. Like the most obscure, <laughs> the kid who will answer any question for a dime. Yeah, you know, like yeah. this character you haven't seen. I just, yeah, yeah like I just, he's just sitting there reading like Raymond Chandler and Ernest Hemingway right, and punching right. out bears. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then <laughs> and up in a DC encyclopedia. Yeah. And like, I'm gonna use that guy and that guy yeah. and that he's at guy. Home, he's really at home in his like you know Green Lantern pajamas. <laughs> yeah, <and he's> just <laughs> like watching. You, you have you have a feeling that the Azrael gets up in the morning and he has to like shoot a bird with a pellet gun before he has breakfast. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. know, that's how he starts his but day. But he's secretly reading Fuck, like old showcase issues. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like, <laughs> I picked up a, a showcase this week. Uh, found the uh, uh, House of Mystery had come out. Yes, um, the second volume. Well, the the new series, and I had never gotten the first showcase, the the volume one showcase oh, yeah. for House of Mystery. Out of print. What? Uh, and expensive if you try and get it at like the Amazon marketplace. Really? What? Yeah, people like seventy five bucks. Really? Don't do that. Get it's the second one. There's no continuity. I, 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 I found I found it on yeah. eBay for for twelve. Bucks, it's really cool because so. you see a bunch of different. You have so many different artists working. You have, I've you heard have, good like, things about that new house. Oh, the new one's really yeah. good. So, yeah. yeah, that's why I wanted to read some of the the showcase the ones stuff. are awesome. You, you know, you have your Alex Toth art. You have. Mm-hmm. Nah, he's not Filipino. Filipino. You're Filipino artist, yeah. You got... Um, make me come over to my, 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 <laughs> I slapped myself yeah, before yeah, you got yeah, over you here. Slap yourself. Sal, Sal just, like, perked up. It's like, <laughs> he's like, what? what did you just say, Ben? It's a toth alarm. <laughs> 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 
but uh, yeah. The ghost of like, Alex yeah, Toth would punch you me out. Asked, before you should have asked me, and I would have just. Ryan Azzarello may run in the. <laughs> he'd materialize <laughs> and punch me in the Boom. face. No, he would write you a letter convincing you to punch yourself in the face. <laughs> it's like wow, you're That's right. Some strong writing. <laughs> No, so, yeah, anyone who has the uh, House of Mystery uh, Volume 1 Showcase, you can uh, go out there and make some case. So if I'm going to self mine when I get... Jesus. I'm not going to read it again. I read it once. I mean, that's... I, it's more than enough. It's... I got a bunch of old Justice and Spitfire and the Troubleshooters, if you want to buy those. <laughs> uh, I'll get back to you. I was reading a bunch of um, Tarzan issues that... Um, Joe Kubert had done. Oh, nice. nice. That were awesome. And I was saying that I like his art better on newsprint than I do on the Black and white. Yeah. I like yeah. lots of things Feels on newsprint pulpy. more than I like. Yeah. I was reading the, the well, I think you gave me the uh, Sergeant Rock uh, I, I also yeah. got that. His art oh, was really awesome. Yeah. And, and yeah. Oh, he's fucking amazing. I would, you know, some of those things I would actually keep just for that stuff, but I just don't. I can't. I don't have the room it's for a lot it. Of, you know? it's, it's a big book. Yeah. And, yeah. Hold around. and it's just like, when am I going to be sitting there on the couch? Going, I, I really need to look at some Joe, Joe Cooper. <laughs> you know, but it's really. You funny. never know. I know. But it's, it's how much room do I have for that kind yeah. of luxury? It's really funny reading Tor and then looking at Tarzan. It's the same. Oh yeah. Style it's, of it's, storytelling it's, that he used yeah. for Tarzan in like 1972. It's hard to improve a, on perfection. Uh, a book. What did he do? What art book did he do? Like, or comment, how to Who's write? that? Kubert. Well, he started a school. Well, no, I know that, but... <laughs> <laughs> he runs a school, Sal. <laughs> I think it was that book. Maybe that's what it was. It was, the, it was the, 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 the first brochure day. for the Maybe school. <laughs> wasn't the uh, How to Draw Comics the Marvel Way? No. It might that have been because I did I actually I buy the first... I bought a course from... Well, Kubert. you know what? I walked in... This is funny. I don't know if anybody at Devil's Due listens to this. I walked into Devil's Due like two years after I quit it. And they had that sitting around. <laughs> the How to Draw like, Comics the Marvel They had way? the package. No, like the, the Joe Kubert, Kubert school, school package. package. And yeah. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Refresher course here, yeah, I was like, uh, Who needs this? Over well, I bought it when I was like 18, I think. I don't know, maybe even yeah. younger than that. But, uh, but it's funny. I always remember stuff that he had said in there. And... You look at his art, and it's like every issue he draws, it's it's exactly what he believes. I mean, it's exactly well, oh yeah. everything yeah. that he yeah. that he teaches is exactly what he's always done, and, and he very, really is a master. Very useful. I yeah. mean, everything I've learned about storytelling, I learned from all of those old things yeah. like that. And I mean that. I mean, I think How to Draw the Marvel Way got a lot of flack. For like you know, don't use this as your only way of learning. But I mean, there's obviously a lot of useful Good information. Yeah, in sure. there's stuff in there that I use. John Buscema speaks the, the truth. stuff to this day. I mean, well, I, I, I you know Warren Ellis. I remember I was on his forum once, and people were asking him about writing books. Yeah, uh, you know, what, what what books can I read to become a better comic book writer or whatever? And he said, all you need is uh, um, is uh, the two books by um, Jesus. Blanking, I can't think of his name now. The award is named after him. Uh, Eisner. <laughs> Eisner. Yeah, Will. Thank you, Will Eisner. His two books. Um, I can't think of those names of the books the either. The sequential but, art. Book? Yeah, the sequential art. Well, and, it's probably. And, you know what? That that makes a lot of sense because seriously, any if you're a writer, the only the only thing that keeps you from writing a good comic book is probably getting it used to the format. Yeah. I mean, they, well, we, see, he, they, they, they were talking about that 
Mm-hmm. Earlier, it's just like you see these novel writers, they get into, obviously, know, they know how to write a book. Yeah. Do they know how to write a comic, comic book? Right. Yeah, well, every he, every chapter in a book was, isn't 22 pages. Because yeah, then somebody yeah. came in there and said, well, it's so old, nobody, you know, comics aren't made that way, blah, blah, blah. And he said, well, that's exactly why you need it. But then. that's what he said. He said, but everything that's in there, all you have to do is take yeah. and disseminate it into your own, yeah. right? You know, I mean, it's yeah. everything you need is there. Yes. And, you need and, to know the first the rules before you can break, break them. them yeah. I mean, otherwise, you're just becoming a Xerox copy of a Xerox copy. Right. And, no, I mean, nobody likes that. Yeah. I love I love that. Well, you're a punk. <laughs> I'm, I'm a punk bitch. <laughs> no, there. I mean, there are different schools of thought. I mean, it's like obviously, usually, it's usually the younger generations that like the Xerox of the Xerox mm-hmm. because that's what they were brought up on, and it's a lot easier to draw what you see on the cover of a comic book than to actually go back and see how a tree looks and draw a bush because yeah. that's boring. Well, that's I want to see. I want to. I want to draw Spider-Man jumping over a building the Captain way that Adam Mike Waringo drew. Table it, for you know? no reason. Now, if, <laughs> unless you know how to draw, actually how a person looks jumping over something, you can't make it look the way that Mike Waringo did because the way Mike Waringo draws isn't the way that an actual person draws. Right. I mean, looks, looks. You know, it's his He's, interpretation of yeah. it. Yeah. So that's why you get these copies of copies of copies, and people look more ridiculous mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Well, that was. Uh, you know, you can't you can't learn anatomy by copying comic books. You no, can't, you can't oh, learn your anatomy from a comic thing. book. Uh, yeah, it's the, it's the worst thing. At least you can get a building right, because <laughs> unless it's like something out of Looney Tunes, I mean, most people are going to draw a box with windows, right? That, you know, but you have to. I mean, you have to know what, like you said, like yeah. what a tree really looks like before you can make it look like a tree exactly. Comic and that's why I mean, if it's if it's older, it's probably better. You know, and I, I've noticed this in comics for a long time, and Tom has actually mentioned it many times on uh, Tom versus JLA. Why can no one seem to draw dogs or rats? Because right? they're very <laughs> fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, take it, take you. it from somebody dogs, that's had to do both rats and Tom. Tom is hard to draw. Whoever drew that that issue where who was it that was was it uh it wasn't Tusca it wasn't Patton. It was oh no it was uh, Dylan, Dick Dylan couldn't oh, his dogs. <laughs> dogs are really hard Horses, like giant Horses, rats. Dogs. Horses are really. Uh, John, John Byrne. One of the things Terrible. that uh, one yeah, of the his things dogs look like aliens. Buildings and cars. It, yeah, animals. Animals in general are hard to draw. That's why when you find somebody that that puts a lot of animals in there, you, my immediate immediate thought is. That person likes to draw animals. I mean, that person <laughs> learned how to draw from drawing animals because that takes balls to do that. I mean, it's hard to draw. Do- dogs are hard to draw. Horses are ridiculous because they defy nature the way that they're built. I mean, they got backwards right, feet and right. stuff like that. Uh, and it's just really hard. A dog's eyes are just. That, that, that's the key. My, Mike is like breaking out. No, I'm serious. I'm glad I got to the heart of this issue of why Dick Dillon, who no, was... No, my first issue of Adam had horses and dogs in it. And I was like, what am I going to do? Because I'm not very good at drawing dogs. I like I'm this touch because I was like, Dick Dillon, really good draftsman, not the flashiest artist, but had... Pretty good proportions and everything, and then they had an issue with dog, like <laughs> dogs, like dogs and rats, and I couldn't tell the difference. Yeah. There was a point where I was like, yeah. I can't tell the difference. Rats are extremely hard. I, ha- I drew a book called Closer, and one of the stars of the book was a rat. 
Yeah. And he was very hard to draw. <laughs> Closer was really good, by the way. You and uh, Anthony was Johnson. I'm really glad that I am glad I get to get this insight into how hard. Because my thought was, what? Why is he having? It's like. This looks these animals no, unless horrible. you're unless you're like really cartooning them yeah because then you can exaggerate right, right. but if you're trying to make them realistic I mean I there are only a few few people that I look at is like wow like Carl Kershaw does great animals he does yeah. uh, I mean he's done tons of stuff he did that flash stuff uh, what doesn't Kershaw do well uh, obviously but he does a, a web strip now really oh, I forget the name uh, of it but it's about an, uh, an abominable snowman. Oh, that's right. I've seen that. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. got nothing but like lions yeah, and yeah, yeah, dogs and stuff. Kurt, in it. Kershaw should just be drawing comics twenty four seven. Yeah, he well, should be I mean, drawing Flash comics for yes. me. Yeah. Yes. Oh my <laughs> God, that was the you. best I'd ever seen. It was. Those, yeah, when I saw that issue was the best yeah. Yeah. Of, of that rather didn't indistinct, non-distinguished run. Didn't we hear a story about? Like somebody that was going to drag Ghost Rider. Mark Texiera. I was draw just, motorcycles uh, yeah. or skeletons or something like that. Uh, or like maybe he <laughs> well, should there's, be drawing. There's, yeah, <laughs> there, that's, that's that's hilarious just for the irony of it. So, so, something about something about not wanting to do like, like do the, I, the, I can't the draw old, motorcycles. Yeah, no, it was um, horses. He could, every would, didn't, horses are. I mean, horses in comics, hard, they're yeah, like yeah. that's the that's it's, it's kind of like a yeah. joke. Actually, it had something to do with the Western Ghost Rider and. Horses okay. and cow- how did the Filipino guys get all that Jonah Hex stuff down so right? They Filipino must Filipino artists are really good. Know. They know what they eat. They nailed those horses. Oh, oh damn! Jesus Christ! Sorry to offend all our Filipino oh. li- <laughs> listeners out there. Tom, Tom, Tom of the Kirby Lee P is yeah. offended now. Well, you know, <laughs> and children that do anal at second base. That's I'm that's just okay. You. I make a Filipino joke. Guess what? I am the CNN of teenagers. Right? <laughs> I'm just telling. You old fogies, what's up with the you kids are on the, the street? Horses are tough. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that on that note, <laughs> cats are really hard too. Cats, cats are hard. When, when ferrets? Have you had a Have you had a ferrets? Have you had a pug? Show I can draw a pug blindfolded now, <laughs> just oh, because they're, like they're, they're, they are exaggerated. They're, <laughs> they, they are cartoons. Like they are yeah, cartoons. They look like <laughs> something that somebody made up in their head anyway. It's Those like obviously this should not exist on our planet. Uh, there are no to like any that. writer who's working with Mike Norton, include lots of dogs and the horses. <laughs> One of the funniest things I ever saw was uh, an old horror anthology that Tim Seeley had something to do with. This by Dead Dog Publishing out of Minnesota. And I think Steve Kurth, who did the first issues of G.I. Joe, did it. And it was about a vampire pug. And it was the <laughs> most hilarious thing I'd ever seen because it had these bulging eyes and the, the thirst for blood. Uh, it was awesome. Right. No animals. Don't work with animals. Or kids. Or children. Or children. Children are hard to draw, too. Well, I tell you what, what's up? Uh, hey, what, man, everything's what, hard to draw. Let's go ahead and, uh, and wrap things up. I do have a couple programming notes. Uh, this is our, our last episode before Wizard World Chicago. Oh, my. And uh, so if you are coming out to, uh, to the convention this weekend in Chicago, uh, Friday at 2 o'clock we have our podcasting panel. Um, actually, Thursday... Before the uh, before the convention, we're going to be here at Dark Tower talking about the Starman Omnibus. That episode will come out on Monday, July seventh. If you're not able to make it to Wizard World Chicago for the podcasting panel, don't worry. We're going to uh, present that panel as an episode on on the Monday yeah. following it's the convention. The Hugs Not Drugs. Hugs Not Hugs Drugs, not drugs. Po- podcasting <laughs> panel. So uh, so we will be Just putting that, that out uh, as an episode. Friday. 
2 o'clock? Friday, 2 o'clock, room to room? be determined. Uh, it'll be uh, you and seven other podcasters. Oh, that's going to be fun. And, uh, <laughs> um, and I had to get this right. I actually probably need to call up the uh, the email. It's from uh, Sean McKeever uh, is going to be the moderator. McKeever! But, but he wants to be introduced in a very specific oh, way. Yes. Papa Bear McKeever? No. He's got, he's got like a writer and stuff, I bet. Um, Sean. <laughs> it's going to be a roast. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Let me write something for you. <laughs> no, it's uh. Keeper's doing it roast. Sean style. Eisner a win. No, it, it, it's, it's actually it's actually uh, it's actually very. He wears uh, that around his neck like Flavor Flav. Now. Hey, if I wanted uh, uh, Eisner, I would, ch- I would legally a- change my name <laughs> to include it somewhere. Nine one one is a joke in your town. He's <laughs> uh, not afraid to tell he you said, about uh, it. He said, uh, "Two teenagers." My uh, middle name <laughs> would be Eisner Award winner. He said. Officially, I would like to be introduced as Eisner Award-winning DC-exclusive professional comic book writer Sean Kelly McKeever Esquire. Oh, I forgot about the Kelly. Oh, Kelly Stop using that. Kelly. Kelly. He's bringing back Kelly Damn. for 2008. <laughs> so, yeah, S.K. McKeever. <laughs> S.K.M. So uh, Sean McKeever is going to be the moderator at the Meaver. panel. So should Very be good. should be a lot of fun. So uh, yeah, that's our that's our. Nobody's program. going to want to hear from us. Nah, McKeever on the yeah. We're all asking him yeah. Titans. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, ne- next question for the panel. Uh, yes, uh, Mr. McKeever, uh, uh, Red Devil, is he going to be in the next? Um, um, that was very uh, nerdy. Uh, yeah, very yeah, offensive to our it, it's, I'm getting prepped up for 11 o'clock comics. i got to start getting drunk get and angry. angry. Do you do that tonight, too? No. no. Holy crap. Yeah, I stay home. up all night. I he record nine podcasts. Yeah, why do you think I'm so angry on 11 o'clock Mike, comics? would you like to be on my Dungeons & Dragons <laughs> podcast in one hour? <laughs> That's Derek Coward. Be there on time. (laughs) Oh, all right. Rolling Um, a 20. um, Never thank the person who dropped the bottle of scotch off in Seattle. So whoever you were. Oh, yeah, scotch. Someone, like, Eh, where is that bottle? No, but you know my friend Matt Niedermeyer. You got the last two bottles. Which one of you guys drink scotch? Hey, you like scotch? My friend Matt Niedermeyer still has that monkey statue. Oh, really? He emailed me. (laughs) Do you guys drink scotch? He He'll drink anything. Yeah, well, we want the bourbon. Bring the bourbon in. Yeah. Bring the bourbon in. Got some lighter. Did you, you drink it already, you son of a bitch? I'll bring some bourbon. No, in. not some bourbon. <laughs> that, that bourbon. <laughs> that bottle of bourbon. What kind of bourbon? It was, was given it? to all of us. Yeah. Provide the show. Bring that bottle in. I appreciate bourbon. Um, <laughs> freaky, freaky. Tea. Actually, I, that bourbon is safe. Don't worry. If I anybody want wants to send me some Telemordu, fucker, <laughs> yeah, send me th- some chiladas. Somebody th- send me some juice. Thank some you for juice. <laughs> some cans of juice. Thank you for everyone who has provided liquor to the show. Bastard. <laughs> Braxton said a hell of a. I have a bottle of absinthe sitting on the shelf that I haven't. Even what? Tried. What? Who, what? Got that in? No, our Polish listener from Poland came brought it. I, with I will drink the shit out of that. You want to drink that Wizard <laughs> World? Yeah. Friday Don't you night? have to do like a whole Here's process with that? Friday like night? Sugar cubes, sugar cubes, and that. Freeze it or something like that. (laughs) All right, Friday night at Wizard World, we're drinking absinthe. Set yourself on good. Do I have to wear a black (laughs) corset? I just announced Grant Morrison is coming to Wizard World. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Check out Tom on Tom vs. the JLA. You can uh, check out uh, my other podcast with Vince B., David Price, and Wood. It's 11 I O'Clock Comics. Look Listen out, to look out the Crankcast. We're going to have we're something. Gonna, we're working on something. We got something good. Something's it's going to be good. No, no, no. no Remember no, about Scotty Young strange. on The Devil and Me. You can find all of those on Remember iTunes. Remember to uh, buy the Tom Cater's brand of hot sauce. 
Are you going for a video game about, championship yeah, soon? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit. I'm kind of the Billy Mitchell of a comic book podcast. <laughs> Thank you to everyone that left us iTunes. It's a lovely uh, USA tie you're wearing right today. Every day. T-I-E. <laughs> you notice? You notice what? You, you, notice? Notice? you see a USA theme here? T-I-E. Yeah. <laughs> Finish up those Starman omnibuses so you what can listen to our man. Book of the Month episode. I'd like to thank Mark here at Dark Tower Comics for letting us uh, crash his Friday night once again. He loves us. Thank you to Sal, Tom, and Mike. I also have a line of barbecue sauce. (laughs) Soon. 2009. 2009. For Christmas, maybe. We'll be back next Monday with our uh, podcasting panel from Chicago. (laughs) In the meantime. I am going to have a line of green cleaning products very soon. In between time. (laughs) And that's not a joke. We'll be everywhere again. That's real. I am learning. (laughs) And around comics. Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and may not reflect the opinions of around comics. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of around comics is strictly prohibited. All content presented in this program is the sole property of around comics, and this has been an around comics production, copyright 2008.